0: Hey, this is Tocast, Uh, coming to you this week from sunny downtown Denver, Colorado. Colorado, uh, Denver in particular, is a pretty interesting place. There is uh, a lot of people falling off skateboards, walking into light posts as they're walking down the sidewalk. I don't know what's up out here, but everybody seems to act a little goofier than normal. uh, I'm going to talk to uh, a few different subjects this week. Um, Rex, when two sh- tow companies show up, how do you handle it? i talk about this. Every once in a while when I'm online, this tow academy pops up, and I've got questions. I've got serious questions about the tow academy. And also, let's get into Honk. I saw a uh, Twitter post. I am on Twitter. Uh, I believe it is at Tommy on Twitter Tommy T truck at gmail and tocast there's a page on Facebook for Tocast. The first thing uh, something came up the other day where we showed up for DOT fire PD the other company shows up for the customer. What do you do in these cases? Uh, this one ended up being a little funny. Now, I'm I'm big on the customer getting the call. As long as I send someone who is qualified and equipped, then I have no problem walking away from that call and uh, saying, you handle it. So what if you do that? You try to be courteous. You try to be professional, and that's what you do. That's how you handle it. You want to turn it over. But uh, what... What happens if that that person who's asking you to turn it over has done everything in their power in the past to steal Rex from you? Do you still do it? You know, I think it would have to, it would depend on the audience, who's there watching, you know. Are you going to score more points off of standing your ground with these people, or are you going to come off as an asshole? So I think that figures into the decision, you know, whatever you, what do you, whatever you think is right for your company's, uh, reputation, uh, and ethics and what your company, um, tries to present itself as. So what happens if, uh, you turn that wreck over to that guy and he's shown his ass a little bit, I can do this. I don't need all you guys here. Uh, I don't need, uh. I don't need a rotator. I don't know, you know, and regardless of whether the job should have been a rotator or not, I, I, I agree that there's a lot of jobs out there that people throw rotators on. You do it out of, you've, you've already got the truck there. It's going to make your life easier. It, it doesn't mean you're saying the job needs a rotator. You're saying, I've got a rotator. My gosh, this would be a lot easier on me and my guys, maybe a little safer. Um, uh, so we're going to use the rotator. Uh, this guy shows up in maybe a 25, 30-ton straight stick and says he can do it. Okay, all right, have at it. We have no problem with that. Uh, it's your customer. The customer was out there verifying that he had called them. So we're sitting there, and the guy gets in position. He's trying to pull on it, trying to pull on it. and And, and with the equipment, with the equipment we had there, it was honestly probably a 10-minute job. So this dude spends upwards of an hour pulling this way. pulling. It. In the course of this hour, first he realizes he doesn't have enough airlines to reach the truck. He's got to release the brakes, and he doesn't have enough airlines. So who does he come and ask for airlines? That's right, Us. So right now you're telling me you you did not, despite how good you think you are and your abilities to get this truck out, now you're coming to me and admitting that you don't have the proper equipment to get the job done. Uh, I probably wouldn't have done it myself. The people out on scene said, yeah, sure, you can use our airlines. Uh, you know, to me, that's that goes back to the point of you can have the wreck I'll walk away from it without an argument, provided you are equipped both ways, trained, experienced, and physically equipped to do the call. Well, then apparently something starts going south and he needs a couple snatch blocks. Guess what? He's on the scene of a wreck in a truck that doesn't have any snatch blocks on 25, 30 ton truck truck. That should be the truck probably with the most snatch blocks on it. Uh, why, 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 is, why is a company spending three, four $400,000 on a truck and then you won't put a freaking snatch block on it? What kind of fucking moron are you? Uh, a, a cheap one. A cheap one that doesn't understand resistance and line load and how to reduce one or the other. This Toe Academy guy, he pops up, seems to pop up every once in a while. And he'll pop up on in one medium, whether it's a blog. The blog will stay afloat for a little while, then it'll disappear. And then you see him pop up on Twitter. And is my question is, a few years back, a guy published a book. You started seeing it advertised in the back of the trade magazines. And I'm pretty sure it was Tow Academy. And it was, it was, I think the title was something along the lines of How to Get Rich in the Towing Industry. He unlocks the secrets for everybody. So everybody could become rich in the towing industry. Um, problem number one. It sounds like you have never been in the towing industry. Uh, if that's what you're doing. But then you start reading the subjects in the book and it's like what every freaking moron should already know hey does your location matter well you know if you're trying to get a lot of public work and uh, be seen a lot yeah if it's a private impounding company no you could probably go with a cheaper location off the beaten path all ridiculously obvious shit but he's unlocked the secrets well, now, now I see him. Uh, now I see him a lot on Twitter. Did I mention I'm on Twitter? Did I mention ToeCast Tommy at cast Tommy? Anyhow, now the guy's all over that thing. But it, scrolling through all of his posts, like 30 percent of them are a towing related. I think I even saw something about fishing. I don't. I don't know. I'm just wondering who the guy is. He said something about hope to see everybody in Las Vegas. I go to a lot of tow shows and I know a lot of people. I do a lot of traveling for uh training. You know, I I'm I'm exposed to a lot of other towers across the country and come in contact with the best of them. And I just can't can't figure out who this guy is. Does anybody know who he is? Or is this guy that just keeps trying to get traction somehow because nothing I've read from him? Uh, in the tow Academy is anything that seemed like worthy information uh, to me. So that is that is a uh, big question for me. Please, someone help me out. Who the hell is this guy? Who, who out there is running off of Honk? Uh, the app on your phone. Eh, they find road service. They know where your truck is because they know where your phone is. They know where their customer is because of their customer's phone. They know where that is. Um, Customer says, goes on the app, hey, I'm right here. They press the button, you know, uh, sends out their location to Honk. Honk will pop up and show on a map like the closest tow trucks that are running for Honk. And the closest tow truck will be given the opportunity to take the call. And... What's really interesting about Honk is they want you to run a local call for about $35 to $38. You probably squeeze 40 out of them if you're a uh, crack negotiator. But uh, their minimum fees seem to be about $99. So think about that. They put a little bit of technology in place. Yes, we understand there's a lot of cost to developing software like this, but the blueprint was already out there through Uber. You could see how everything functions. You just have to figure out how to code it after that and get it get it working properly. So but once their initial development fees are recovered, you'd think that'd be pretty damn profitable. They get 60% of the fee, the base fee. They get 60% of the base fee. 60% we're lucky to run 5 10 15% profit on a full priced private call of you know 75 hook 350 a mile around there we're lucky to make that percentage and they're taking 60% of the call and what expenses does they what expenses do they have they don't have fuel they don't have tires they don't have to buy a truck um they don't have insane insurance, 60% of what is being charged. And it is actually in their contract, because I know someone who's been removed for this, that uh, you cannot discuss your rates. You cannot discuss what Honk is paying you with the customer. Know of a situation where the guy agreed to do it for like 65 bucks a lockout for Honk. Gets there, customer starts raising hell while he's unlocking the car, about how expensive he is. And he says, whoa, 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 what are they charging you? $135. He says, well, I only charged him 65 so your argument's with them, not with me. Call me directly next time instead of using some stupid app. They contacted him. The customer called to complain. Honk immediately removed the guy from their service. I don't know how long that's for, if he can get back on, if he'd want to get back on. I don't know. But, um, how is honk and, uh, what's the other one urgently honk urgently. And then is the swoop going to do something similar? I know there's a third one out there now trying to do it. I I don't know if it was swoop. I don't know much about swoop, but I see their name every once in a while. I love their name, but, um, at what point does Honk urgently and whoever the third one is start affecting the motor clubs, primarily AAA, because they're the largest one, correct? Uh, I don't know anybody larger. I mean, I, you know, there's some really big ones out there, a Jero, people like that. But when somebody thinks roadside assistance, you don't think a Jero, you think AAA it's the big daddy out there but how long before it starts disrupting that um there's no membership fees you just pay at the time of service for what you need uh your eta should always be really good if you're getting the closest tow truck it's still a very small market uh you know around where we are we're just outside of a large metropolitan area and you might see one or two guys driving around on the map as uh honk providers. And, uh, so if this thing starts rolling and they had a strong presence at the, uh, toe summit management seminar. if you went there, they actually, the final panel, uh, the final discussion of, of the, uh, toe summit was with honk and urgently. And, uh, It's pretty interesting they plan on taking over the world and making us run for as little as possible making us pay for all the damage claims that you know they they get their cut and they are out of here Johnny the uh, very very little liability on their end uh, unless they run into one of those crazy situations like out in California I think it was 10 years ago or so 10 15 years ago. Uh, Someone calls AAA for service. I think there's five of them in the car, maybe four of them in the car on the side of the road. AAA gives them a one-hour ETA. At about the two-and-a-half-hour mark, somebody comes flying down the interstate, veers over the white line, and boom! Crash right into the back of this car, and the passengers are killed. Uh, AAA actually got sued for millions for that. Um... I don't know if they appealed it, got out of it. I just remember the initial story about them being blamed because uh, the jury said two and a half hours was unreasonable, especially after being given a one hour. And if AAA had sent their provider out there within that hour, obviously the car would have been gone and everybody would be happy and alive, no accident occurring. So other than that, I can't picture an app having a whole lot of liability in anything. Uh, I'm sure they've got great attorneys that have great releases signed in their contracts. when need to decide to go to work for them. But uh, that's about it for this week. I think I'm going to let it go. I think it moved along rather quickly. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. ToCast Tommy on Facebook. Uh, At Tokaz Tommy on Twitter and blow it up. Give me something to talk about. Come on. Uh, I've got a couple suggestions from people recently for subjects and I thank you for that. Keep them coming and stay safe and slow down and move over.